Hey friend, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, an Enneagram 6, and a projector who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations, just like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail or a coffee on the back porch. We're going to cut through the BS stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first because, girl, who you are outside of being a mom still matters. It is time that we live out the dreams and the desires that God has placed on our hearts, even if we don't know what that is quite yet. But I got you. We're in this together. So grab your drink, meet me on the back porch, and let's do this. Hey, hey, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Start Scared. As always, I am pumped that you are here today. I am actually talking to you about something that I'm surprised I haven't talked to you about yet. Um, But when I took to Instagram and I asked, hey, what do you want to hear on the podcast? Um, Someone asked about kind of how we, how I became a parent, like how we became a, a family. And I was actually really surprised that I've never really had this conversation with you. Maybe I've like touched on things here and there, but Anyway, that's what today is going to be about. I never wanted to be a mom. But before we get that started, I wanted to let you know of a better way or a different way that you and I can um, stay in better contact with each other. You know that I love doing this podcast for you and for us, you know, just like we're girlfriends chatting over a cocktail or a coffee on the back porch. But I'm kind of just sitting here by myself. I'm actually sitting on my back porch right now by myself talking to the swimming pool and it, uh, you know, I'm imagining that you're sitting right next to me, but obviously you're not here. So a great way for you and I to be able to communicate outside of this podcast. So it can be a two way thing rather than just me talking to to myself and you listening and not being able to communicate back. I have a free pump up text list where once or twice a week, usually twice a week, I send you an affirmation or a kick in the pants. Um, I send you a motivational quote and I send it straight to your phone. Sometimes I'll even shoot you a reminder that, you know, this week's episode of Start Scared is ready for you to listen to and what it's about. Um, Here you can also text me podcast topics or questions you may have or just things you want to chat about. You know, just tell me what's going on in your world because I want to know more about you. I block off some time every day to kind of go through my text messages and see what you what you have to say and what you're what you want to hear. So to subscribe to um, the text list, all you have to do is text start scared. Make sure that it's all one word to 855-849-0997. It's that easy. Um, this information lives in the show notes. You can either text that or there's a link that you can click on and um, put in your information. Again, I'm not going to like spam you. I send you a text message once or twice a week. Um, again, text start scared. Make sure it's all one word to 855-849-0997. I really just want to get to know you better. And I just know that this is a better way to, or an easier way for you and I to communicate outside of this podcast so I can get to know you better. And, you know, we can just be besties like we are, you know, chilling on the back porch, like I imagine that we're doing. All right. So today I wanted to talk to you about 
I never wanted to be a mom. And I know that that probably sounds really weird to admit. And um, especially since I am a mom, a stepmom, bonus mom, and a bio mom. But I never wanted to be a mom. So growing up, I'm an only child. I never had any brothers or sisters. Um, I didn't like to babysit. I really honestly didn't. <laughs> I didn't like kids. I... um you know, had some really close girlfriends that I spent a lot of time with, but I never babysat because I just, kids kind of grossed me out, right? Like they were stinky. They always had snot running out of their nose. Um, they always required a lot of maintenance. It was just <laughs> not for me. Um, but when I was five, I knew that I wanted to be a teacher when I grew up. I, um, even though I really didn't want to have kids of my own, I knew that I wanted to be a part of kids' lives but I can you know, teach them reading and writing and social skills. But at the end of the day, I could send them back. And I always was like, well, I get them for nine months, but their parents get them for the whole, their whole lives, right? And so that was just kind of something that was always in the back of my mind. I wanted to be a teacher. That was just something I was really passionate about, but I never wanted to be a mom. Um, I went to college and I actually... Um, double majored in deaf education and elementary education. And when I went to college at Flagler College, shout out Saints in St. Augustine, Florida, I wanted to be a deaf ed high school teacher. So I really wanted to teach deaf high school kids. And through my practicum experiences and my observations, I was like, huh, okay, well, maybe these kids were cool. Like I liked them, you know, the younger age rather than just high school. And um, then I did my student teaching my last semester of college. I did my student teaching. I split time. I think I did like eight weeks at one school and eight weeks at another school. And I started at a public hearing school teaching third grade. And I fell in love with it. I was like, I don't want to teach deaf ed anymore. I want to teach the hearing kids and I want to teach elementary. And I bet everybody was shocked. Christy wants to teach elementary school. That's crazy. Because again, I didn't like kids. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to be a mom. But I loved these kids. They were so cool. And so I did both of my observations and then I got my first job out of college and I taught third grade for nine years. And I have absolutely loved it. And um, now I have taught um, first grade through fifth grade. Um, as an intervention specialist. And I just, I love it, right? And so when I met Frank, I knew, but Frank, my husband, now, um, we've been married almost 11 years. When I met him, I knew pretty much right away, like he was, he was it for me. But let me backtrack. <laughs> so we were set up on a blind date and um, my friend Annette, I was at happy hour with a girlfriend and my friend Annette texted me and said, hey, I have this guy that I want to introduce you to. So, of course, you know, back in the day, what was that, like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, I um, Facebook stalked him and I was like, what's his name? And so I looked him up on Facebook and his profile picture was him and two kids hanging on his back. And so I'll tell you right away that I had three really ridiculous superficial requirements for a partner. Um, I didn't really think too long and hard about them. That's why there were three superficial ones. But one was um, I didn't want someone who had kids. I didn't want someone who had been married previously. And I, uh, uh, they had to have um, graduated from college. And so when I saw this picture of Frank on Facebook with these two kids, I was like, oh, that means he has kids. 
And um, so if he has kids, that means he probably has an ex, right? You know? And so I texted Annette back and I was like, he has kids. She's like, yeah, he does. And I said, then, so that means he has an ex-wife? Yeah, he does. And so I was like, Annette, two out of three right away. He is not meeting my criteria. Again, super, super stupid and superficial. But so I was like, whatever, I'll just go on this first date and um, just for the free dinner. And we laugh about it now. So he like, he'll tell this story too. Um, But when I met these kids, holy guacamole, they were just, they are the coolest kids I have ever met in my entire life. Um, I think um, Malcolm was six and Addison was four when we met. And they're just the coolest people. And just, I couldn't have asked for like, better kids to be able to be a part of and and have a front row seat to watching them grow up into these like amazing incredible human beings Malcolm is almost 19 and Addison will be 17 now and it's just like mind-blowing that I have been I've gotten to be a part of their lives for so long and Holly their mom Frank's ex-wife is amazing we I can't even tell you like how blessed we are um, and how well we co-parent together. Um, It just was not at all anything that I ever dreamed of or imagined. You know, like as an educator, I see a lot of um, separated and divorced parents and I see a lot of um, the inability to co-parent well. And that's what I was afraid of. I was really scared of that. And, um, you know, of course, we've had rocky times, you know, trying to figure out our footing and where we stand with each other and in our families. And but the last, oh, my gosh, I don't know, probably eight, nine years has been awesome, amazing. And um, I just I couldn't have asked for a better family to get to be a part of. And um, like I said, I never wanted to be a mom. And here I am coming into this this family as the stepmom, which in itself is hard as crap. And I'm not going to lie and, and tell you that it's always been rainbows and unicorns because it hasn't. And I'm also not going to lie and say I've been the best stepmom there is because I have not been. I have made so many mistakes. I've had to fall on my sword so many times. I've had to apologize to those kids so many times because I would come into um, a situation with my blinders on thinking that I was 100% right or coming at it from a different perspective and not wanting or not willing to see their perspective. And then again, just having to fall on my sword and and apologize. And um, they have definitely helped me become a better person. Um, So I'm just very grateful to, like I said, be able to experience life with these kids. God definitely knew what he was doing, right? His plans are always so much better than than ours. And so in, oh gosh, um, 2014, April 2014, actually it's February 2014, Frank and I went out to dinner one night and we had been talking about possibly fostering to adopt. We actually started paperwork for fostering and we went out to dinner one night and it God just put it on our hearts to try to have a baby. So um, Frank had a vasectomy. And um, so we needed to have it reversed. 
And I also um, have endometriosis and I didn't know if I would be able to get pregnant anyway. Um, so I guess prior to that, we, um, I had had a dye test done to see if my fallopian tubes were clear and they were. And then, so we were like, well, you know, we're not getting any younger. We can always foster to adopt later. Um, why don't we try? And my parents so graciously offered to pay for the surgery because of course, having the vasectomy insurance covers, but having the reversal insurance does not. So it came out of pocket. My parents really wanted to have biological grandchildren too. Like they are obsessed with Malcolm and Addison, but they also wanted to do the baby thing too and have biological grandkids, especially since, you know, I'm an only child. And um, so they graciously offered to pay for the surgery. And in April, um, April, 2014, we had his vasectomy reversed and we chose this doctor. <laughs> he had the worst bedside manner. Um, he was not, I, I, I'm not going to say, he did not have the best. He was just very dry, very um, confident, but very good at what he did. And so we decided to do the robotic surgery and um, had that in April, 2014. And then um, we were able to start trying in May, 2014. And then there was a certain amount of time. I can't remember the, the timeline exactly, but he had to go and, and have a follow-up done, make sure his swimmers were good. And, um, and then we had a second follow-up in September, I believe. And so the doctor had said, don't expect to get pregnant before six months. He was like, I've had this freak, this freak family. They got pregnant within three months, but don't expect anything to happen within six months to a year, typically a year. And we're like, okay, especially since he had had his vasectomy for almost 10 years as it was. So um, we were able to start trying, I think in May, 2014. And um, so he had one follow-up appointment. Everything was going well. And then we found out that we were pregnant in July. I think it was like July 18th. And he hadn't even had his second follow-up appointment yet. So we called. So it was like two months after we were able to start trying that um, we got pregnant. It was crazy. We, we joke and say that his dad um, was up in heaven. He had a baby for us because he had died um, about a year prior to us getting pregnant a little over a year. And so we were like, he has a baby up there. He's just ready for us. And so we, t we tell Bruce that he's met pops before up in heaven um, while we were dragging our feet waiting to, to try to have a baby. But anyway, so we were able to have a baby, uh, get pregnant two weeks, two weeks, two months after we started trying. Um, and so it crazy story for that. We were actually interviewed um, for the the doctor's PR firm. And um, so now if you Google on YouTube, um, Frank is in their advertising video about um, the robotic surgery, having the vasectomy reversal. So yeah, so I didn't want to be a mom, never wanted to be a mom. I became a bonus mom to two amazing kids. And then we went through hoops and surgeries to have a biological child of our own. And, you know, we figured if God wanted us to have a baby, he was going to give us one. And, um, but obviously we didn't expect to get pregnant quite so fast <laughs> because like I said, we got pregnant two months later and Frank jokes that he wishes we had more time to practice, but it, I don't know. It was, I loved being pregnant. Um, I gained a shit ton of weight. Um, Bruce craved cinnamon rolls. And so I ate a lot of cinnamon rolls. Um, 
But I was really scared to actually give birth and have this baby um, because, you know, he totally is going to rely on me for everything, right? Like, I didn't know if I was cut out. Like, I, I had helped raise kids, but never the baby phase. So I was really scared about that. I did so much research, and luckily I had um, a couple friends. We were pregnant all at the same time. So we, you know, bounced ideas back and forth and, you know, all, most of my friends had already had kids. So I was able to, you know, pick their brains. Um, but man, being a mom has been one of the biggest blessings of my entire life. Gosh, it is the hardest job being a bonus mom, being a bio mom, being a whatever mom is the hardest job. But when you take a step back and you think about God, these are God's kids, right? Like we're just gifted these kids here on earth to raise them and mold them and shape them. What an honor. What a tremendous honor that God picked me, chose me to help raise his kids, his three amazing children, Malcolm, Addison, and Bruce, chose me to be a mom or mom figure in their lives. It's just mind-blowing when you think about it. It's such an honor and it's such a blessing and it's not something that I take lightly. It's hard as shit. And if you are in, in it, I always say that it never gets easier. It's just, there are different seasons. There are different seasons of hard. There are times when it seems like it's easy, but every season comes with its own hard, but every season also comes with its own excitement and fun. And whoever coined the phrase, the days are long, but the years are short, was not lying. Bruce is going to be eight in a couple weeks. Malcolm is going to be 19 and Addison's going to be 17. And I have no idea where the time has gone. But when I look at those three kids and I see them smile and I hear their laugh and I get to watch and experience things that they love to do, man, I can't, I want to tell Christy, teenage Christy and early 20s Christy not to give up. Not to write it off, not to say, I don't want to be a mom. That's not for me. Because it is so for me. And so you are able to do whatever you want to do. Be a mom, don't be a mom. That's up to you, between you and God. But had I not fully surrendered to the person that God chose for me and the two kids that he brought into my life and fully surrendered to make the decision to have the vasectomy reversed and then us get pregnant two two months later, our lives would look so incredibly different. And I wouldn't have these three amazing kids in my life. And so I'm so incredibly grateful for that. Even though I never wanted to be a mom, it's the job for me. And I'm grateful for it. I'm very thankful for the lessons that these three kids have taught me. Um, how to be a better person, how to 
grow and not think I know everything because I'm the adult, because I certainly don't. It's just been an honor, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for being open-minded and not digging my heels in the sand and saying, nope, I don't want to be a mom. So if there's something in your life that you're thinking about, like, I don't want to do that. No way, Jose. Have you prayed about it? Have you thought about it? Or is it something that just terrifies the crap out of you? Because sometimes if it terrifies the crap out of you, it may be something you really need to do. Anyway, love you. I am so grateful for you. I'm so thankful for this community. And again, don't forget that if you um, want to um, join my text list, my pump up text text list so that you can shoot me text messages and tell me how much you love the podcast or how much you don't love the podcast or what you want to learn about the podcast. Don't forget to text me, start scared. Make sure it's all one word to 855-849-0997. And I will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Girl, duty calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would screenshot and share this episode on Instagram and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I can get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas who may also need to be reminded that they still matter outside of being a mom. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. I am so incredibly grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you. So cheers to you and our growth together. I am rooting for you and I love you. And remember, you matter. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.